Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There are some potential changes that are coming to the highway that cuts right through the center of the region. MoDOT is studying some changes, some upgrades for this stretch of interstate. Area engineer for St. Louis for MoDOT, Jen Wade. Thank you so much for the time, Jen. Yeah, thanks for having me. So first of all, uh, tell us about uh, specifically what this corridor is from what, uh, what part to what part. And what are you studying? What changes could be coming? Yeah, we are looking at the segment that we have not yet updated. These bridges are as old as the interstate. Um, and as you know, from Kings Highway West, a few years ago, we did a major project there, right, updating a lot of the mainline bridges. Well, this is from Kings Highway East to the other interchange that we've just done at Jefferson. So in between Kings Highway and Jefferson, we still have these outdated bridges. It's time for them to be redone. But before we retouch them and invest $100 million into keeping them strong and safe for the years to come, it's time for us to make sure we like things the way they are. So if you look at a map in this area, there's a lot of what we call spaghetti ramps in the area, and that can lead to some confusion or navigation issues for people who are not familiar with the area. And we want to make sure that what we invest in is what's good for the community for years to come. So you've got uh, three alternatives that you're you're looking at. There's a public meeting uh, from 4 to 7 for folks to, to get a look at these. Um, and for mm-hmm. those who remember, you mentioned Highway 40, 64 West, mm-hmm. and people remember the shutdown, having to find their alternate mm-hmm. routes, going through those two years. Is it a, a similar <laughs> yeah. arrangement? Should people be bracing for a complete shutdown and a complete rebuild of 64? We don't expect the same level of impact in this area. We do have impactful work to do. It's still a few years out. The bridges that carry the I-64 or Highway 40 traffic is the is are the bridges that we actually need to um, work on. So when you do the actual mainline bridges, it is impactful work. We have not lined out what projects are happening yet. The first step in this whole process is early on. We're talking to the city. We're talking to Great Rivers Greenway, um, to our partners at East West Gateway and Metro to find out what everybody needs out of this corridor. So right now we're earlier in the process planning stages, and it's important for us to talk to not only the stakeholders in the area, the other businesses and cultural uh, institutions along the corridor, but the public as well to make sure that everybody's values get baked into what this looks like for the future. So you're not just looking at the, uh, it seems like it's being driven uh, by, or the reason for now is the condition, the actual physical condition of these overpasses, but it's an opportunity to take a look at where might we have some bottlenecks or where might we be able to improve pedestrian access or, you know, how can we rethink this while we're, while we're already working on it? Is that kind of how, it, how you're thinking of this? Absolutely. The trigger is the bridge condition. But like you said, when we started talking to the public and to the stakeholders in the area, we found out there are a lot more values that we wanted to 
talk about and make sure to plan for the future. This area has a ton of development, lots of exciting things happening along this part of the corridor. And what we heard over and over again was we really want to have this be a bicycle and pedestrian friendly area. The businesses who are coming to this area are really looking to have opportunities for the people that live and work near them, as well as the community members who are already there. Uh, that was a, a repeated value on the corridor. Of course, everybody's looking for improvements to safety wherever we can find them. Speeds um, are a, con- a concern around the St. Louis area. And, um, you know, when we are talking to people, we're always just trying to find out what's the best thing here. Strangely, congestion has not been a big concern in this corridor. We do have congestion on I-6440. We know that. But as it turns out, not of a lot of it is caused by the actual geometry in this stretch. And so you are taking a look at some of those those side routes as well, some of the city streets of the grid and, uh, you know, whether more lanes or a different uh, configuration or this is not just limited to Highway 40, 64, and, and that's it. That's right. Uh, it's such a network um, tying our system in with the city grid. So as soon as you pull one of those threads, the whole fabric changes. Um, When you look at the traffic analysis, they're really related to each other. So it was important for us as we looked at possibly making changes to the ramps that we had St. Louis city representatives, not just like filling them in as we go, but integrally involved so that they can help guide this study as well. And as you mentioned values, uh, this this study was exhaustive. It took a look at the regional economy in the area, the employment trends, uh, the type of housing that's in the area. I mean, really talk about how um, this may even open up opportunities in terms of land use as, as things are reconfigured. That's right. We have to look at this in a very holistic way in order to know what's best for the region moving forward. MoDOT has certain priorities. Metro has other priorities. The city has other priorities. And when we look at it as a whole system, we can say, okay, it it would take this dollar amount of investment to get this dollar amount of land uh, available for redevelopment. So once we have those numbers in hand, then we can really start making some decisions about it. So up until now, the study has been doing that analysis, collecting information about the benefits and problems of the existing condition, and and looking at these three alternatives to say, do any of these help the problems that we're having? And um, now it's time to come back to the public and say, okay, we had these three ideas. Here's the whole host of benefits that we have from those ideas. Here's some of the issues that remain in these ideas. What are your thoughts? Do we catch everything? Are we missing something? But from here, we get to move forward with actual decision-making. And so this is a perfect time to get people's input into the study and really make sure we're understanding everything before we decide what this corridor could look like for the future. And this is a unique corridor. A lot of people decide uh, that they want to live in this area as opposed to um, much of the rest of the region because they want to be able to walk to the corner store. They want to be able to hop on their bike and and go out for a Saturday night or go to work. And there has been some concern about the the proposals that might add some more traffic lanes that that might deviate from being pedestrian and and bicycle focused. Um, How do you uh, kind of assuage those fears? Uh, How do you uh, listen to the feedback? And and how do you incorporate the fact that this is kind of a different animal and uh, pedestrians and and cyclists are more of a factor here than elsewhere in the region? Gosh, I think when we looked, when we created our three alternatives that we're looking at, we really didn't have any information yet about how they would perform. So we put together three alternatives that looked like, oh, this might work or this might help solve some of the problems we have there. So now that we have this analysis back, I think we have seen some of it isn't as perfect as we wanted it to be. That's good information at this point in the game. We need to know that if a, if a local road got to be too big to 
still be pedestrian friendly, great information. So that gets rolled in and put into the next phase as we start to design what we actually want the corridor to look like. So this is a perfect time if somebody has a concern saying, wait a second, an alternative to this got too big is now not very bicycle or pedestrian friendly. That's what we want to hear right now so that we know how to design for the future. We have heard pedestrian facilities specifically and bicycles, of course, as well, are really high priority for this area. So I think we'll be trying to do what we can to make those uh, facilities as user-friendly as possible. And finally, we're talking with Jen Wade, who's the area engineer for St. Louis for the Missouri Department of Transportation. And I know this is kind of visual when you're thinking about highway ramps and different lanes and arterial streets, um, but just to get people uh, thinking about it, what are some of the major differences between the three, the three plans, the three possibilities? Well, when we designed, when we put these three alternatives together, we kind of collected the ideas that we had. We went to a brainstorming phase with all the possible changes we could do in this core that might help address some of the needs that we heard from the public and their goals. Um, and some of those ideas weren't great, but the ones, so we ruled out the things that don't meet the standards that would work for, you know, highway design, we got rid of those, and we put the rest into three alternatives. And we really wanted to look at the, the least amount of impact to the system up to the most. And um, so if I look, if you're saying, what are some of the possibilities, I would look at alternative three as like the most impacts to the area. And we change things like the Van Deventer on-ramp going westbound. Instead of having that be a left entrance the way it is now, we said, well, what if it was a right entrance, something more like what people would generally expect to be getting on the interstate. Um, on the other side of the corridor, we have the Market and Forest Park Avenue ramps that kind of braid over each other. We looked at getting rid of those. What impacts does that have? If we're pushing more traffic to Grand, is that a strength of this new design or is it a weakness? Um, how would we replace those ramps? Where would they go? So those are some of the changes you can look for is ramps that um, an old design that swoop away from the interstate and then hit a parallel road is is really something left over from uh, a previous, like as the highways evolved rather than something that we would normally design today in an urban environment. Well, for more information, uh, check out future64.com and check out the public meeting. That is from 4 to 7 at the Collab Workspace in Cortex in the 4220 building. Jen Wade, the area engineer for MoDOT. Thanks for the great information, Jen. Thanks so much. We really appreciate it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 